0: This season, a full heart doesn't mean a full house. We're still gathering, just virtually. And we're still connecting, safely. Traditions keep us close, even when we can't be together. Think big, plan small. Let's save lives, Columbus.
1: We get it. Staying home ain't it. Especially around the holidays. But this year, staying home means saving lives. So we're changing it up by gathering less, and planning small our people are counting on us to make the right choice think big plan small let's stop the spread columbus well, i
2: did it on my way fixed it on the front line i'm over the pain if i'm dancing with i want I just ran through the fire, please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. I just walk in the wire, please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. I don't know if you have noticed. I'm doing me and I love it. I just ran through the fire, please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. If you don't give me no help, nah, I do it all by myself, eh? I just ran through the fire, please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. I'm missing the hole. Please don't, judge me. Please, don't
3: judge me. Please don't judge me by the clothes I wear Please don't judge me by the songs I sing Please don't judge me by the way that I'm dancing You know God the only way can judge me You know that I'm feeling so free I be chilling, i just do with me We turned up and we killing this beat Go ahead and get on your feet
2: the fire, please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. I just walk in the fire, please don't judge me. I don't know if you have noticed, I'm doing me and I love it. I just ran through the fire, please don't judge me. don't me. If you don't give me your no hands, I do it all by myself. I just ran through the fire, please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. through the fire. Please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. I just walk in the wire. Please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. I don't know if you have noticed.
3: You're listening to Glory 3.9 FM. It's officially Girl Talk time, y'all. It's Girl Talk time. It's the second day of Boy. November. Welcome to November. Hey. Welcome to November. November. November Welcome November. to November. It's going Jeez, to be it's a, almost
4: Christmas.
3: It's going to be a November to remember. Oh, okay. November okay. To remember. It's going to be a November to remember. Hmm. Um. I'm so excited about today's show. I'm so excited to be back in studio <laughs> with my girl, Atalia.
4: Extra, extra happy. Why is that? Uh, why am I extra, extra happy? I smile Is an extra like half an inch longer?
3: Um, You know what? If I tell you the truth, hmm. I really don't have a reason to be happy. I just chose to be happy today. Oh, that's good. I really made a decision.
4: Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. you have to choose to be happy
3: i chose mm-hmm. I chose to be happy today. in fact, I don't know why somebody <laughs> just sent me something that I posted yesterday. I don't know if it was intentional that they sent it to me um, but I guess it's a it's a good time for me to share this. I posted a a picture yesterday,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and when I posted the picture, I captioned it that it took a global pandemic for me to dig deep within myself and recognize that I relied on too many external influences to dictate to my happiness. Mm. This new normal forced and pushed me to a real place of contentment balanced with the drive to do more at my Mm. base. I'm happy for real. Mm. Happy for real, like for real, for real
4: you look cute too i
3: feel cute you Look cute
4: i feel cute. cute
3: and i have to attribute my ability to make myself cute to you as you know i gotta, gotta give you your props oh my God. i gotta give you get your props but listen i'm so excited about today's show because um it's gonna be good <sighs> i'm sorry <laughs> it's gonna be good mm-hmm. and um what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about marriage and the little things. Mm. Marriage and the little the things. The big little things. Uh, <laughs> and I'm so excited um, for today's conversation because um, I yeah, I really can't speak much about it. This show is really all in the, the realm of the married lady Don't that's sitting across Don't from do me. It. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it, Marisha. Now you know. This is... <laughs> This is all in the realm mm. of Atalia. um no. she is going to be really sharing mm. such wisdom with you guys today <laughs> wisdom you are on oh how God. to do this you know this this mm. marriage thing and um yeah I just I'm just gonna be here you know, just gleaning the wisdom
4: mm-hmm.
3: from you know my elders. <laughs>
4: <laughs> now you- See my face. This is my don't do it face,
3: (laughs) cleaning the wisdom from my elders. Mm -hmm. My goodness gracious, y'all don't mind Mm -hmm. me here. I'm messing with Mm -hmm. Natalia today. Mm -hmm. I really am messing with her. (sighs) Um, we wouldn't be girlfriends if we don't mess with each other every now and then, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so listen, we're having a conversation today, and um. I I want you guys to know that we actually um we're so excited about this topic today and we're going to dive right in because the reality of the matter is um uh, we talked about this earlier in mm-hmm. the pandemic about how everyone's at home and and everyone's been talking about how they have to spend time, you know, <laughs> that they wouldn't normally spend mm-hmm. and um and while that's looking a little different for everyone lately mm-hmm. Um, especially with, you know, the fact that, you know, we've been opened up, we're back to this, like, kind of like semi lockdown situation Mm -hmm. thing again. And Mm -hmm. so the dynamics have changed a lot, um, during this whole, um, situation, this whole pandemic situation. And, um, I, I just have to say that I give God glory for the pandemic. Um, many people don't have the testimony that I have, Mm -hmm. but, um, the I was I went into the pandemic dating somebody, and now I am no longer dating that person because the pandemic revealed the truth. Oh. And we give God praise, we bless his name. Know, right? Because this pandemic, mm-hmm. this situation, this Rona, mm-hmm. Rona Auntie Rona, she came <laughs> to I be a Anna. revealer of things. My God. And I thank the Lord mm. that she revealed Real- my God, uncovered. We give him praise. Amen. <laughs> so, for those Amen. of you who Rona is uncovering things and you can't mm-hmm. separate yourself from that individual, mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. my condolences. It's been
4: happening for
3: me too. You have my condolences because mm-hmm. I don't know what I would do if some things mm-hmm. were uncovered. Yeah. Um, in my marriage, mm-hmm. I don't know what I would do, but I I definitely give thanks to the Lord. There there were some things that were uncovered, and um, I was able to bring that situation to an abrupt, abrupt. end. <laughs> I gotta say so. A halt, an abrupt end, mm-hmm. and we give God glory. We do. We give him we glory. Do, we do, we do. But it has been it has been very interesting. I have yeah. a lot. I have quite a bit, um, quite a few married friends. I never I never believed in keeping company with people who were um who are where I am. I believe in keeping company with people who where I want to be. Pain. Ah
2: yes, eh. yes, yes.
3: So I have, I have quite I have quite a few married friends. Mm-hmm. Um actually the majority of my of my close friends are married. I'm one of the few single ones, and then my 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 cousins who I'm very close with, they're married as well mm-hmm. um so I've been hearing some 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 mm-hmm. stories <laughs> I'm uh, sure you have I've been hearing some stories i have been um <laughs> I have been the the rescuer when I say the rescuer, I have been the one to be like, "Hey, I come by you mm-hmm. um um I really need to come with a car. Mm -hmm. i just need to tell homeboy i buy you oh wow you know that kind of way right 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 um and i'd be like so you actually come with me she's like yeah i'm i just come in i come in to park my car in front of your house i was like you don't have to come with the car Mm-hmm. We don't have, have no we don't we don't have to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. She said, I need to minute it to myself. Mm-hmm. But I can't tell him I need to admit it to myself. So I really come in the park in right. front of your house. Right, right, right. So as far as he concerned, me and you, you talking, she mm-hmm. said, but I really want to talk to you, no offense. Mm-hmm. I really just want to sit in my car. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I really just want to sit in my car by myself. Wow. So she's like, if you don't mind, you know, just tell your family, you know, tell your people, don't, don't panic. Don't panic. You know, buddy coming to break <laughs> in the house. <laughs> oh. Ain't you nobody know, coming to teeth, nobody. Ain't you nobody know, coming to teeth, nothing. I just need, you know, I just need a moment.
4: Right. I got you.
3: And I've done that. Mm-hmm. I've done that for one of my um, married friends in particular, where whenever she needs, it's it's actually something that she does pretty often whenever mm-hmm. she needs to, to get away because she's working, but she's working from home 24-7. Oh, geez. They're married um, he's working from home as well. Oh there are no kids. So there's no distractions. It's only a dog. So, <laughs> look at your face. Jesus. It's only a dog. So, 24, literally. Literally 24/7, 24-7, because both of them, thank God, they still have their jobs. They can pay their bills, but both right. of their jobs have them working from home right now. Okay. So they are home all the time together. And um so she comes and she will park in front of my yard you know, and
4: I see why she's doing that.
3: now. (laughs) You understand why she's doing that. It's become Clara. It's (laughs)
4: It's become
3: Clara. So, um, this, this introduction that I'm doing right here is probably the most that I'm going to say for this entire show. So let me tell you how this show came to be. We were actually in eye candy makeup store last Mm -hmm. week. We were having a conversation and, Mm -hmm. and, um, we won't call any names, but there's a, a lady that both Italia and I know mm-hmm. who was sharing, you know, some stuff that's been happening in her marriage and some things that she was dealing with. And we was like, you know what? We should talk about this. Mm-hmm. We should talk about marriage and the little things mm-hmm. and the little things that that um this mutual person that we both know shared was was actually it was really interesting for me because I started to realize that, like. The things that people tell you to prepare for in marriage, um, mm-hmm. they don't really matter as much as <laughs> as mm-hmm. much as um, these things that she was talking about. So I'll tell you something that she was talking about. She was talking about the fact that her husband, uh, whenever he takes a shower, he uses a new fresh towel every day,
1: mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. and I yeah. was just like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! Are you doing laundry?" he ain't doing the laundry, but he was in a fresh towel every day. Mm-hmm. And then the children seeing him do it and the children mm-hmm. follow behind him and they use in a fresh towel every day. Oh my God. And uh, it, the conversation was definitely about towels. Cause then we found out, you know, the children was drying their hands on the good towels oh in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason that they was drying their hands on the good towels in the bathroom and not the pile of white towels that are in the corner in the basket for you to dry your hands <laughs> on, uh, was because they saw daddy mm-hmm. dry his hands
4: setting the example
3: on the good towels. Yeah on the good towel so
4: for my married people out there
3: because this, this conversation is not Got about me today up, it's, up, it's, up. it's not i see it i see the tension it's up. <laughs> this conversation is not about me today because i I can't feel for y'all i'm sorry i don't know i um, i thank the lord that i have my own space to myself for now and um this conversation um uh, is probably going to make me even more grateful for my space for myself right now mm. um but yeah, um, so how y'all how y'all dealing? How y'all coping? How you handling this one? Boy, this um it's a rough one.
4: It's <laughs> a rough one.
3: You wouldn't even lie and this this even is- gonna
4: make it seem like it's good. No, I can I'm gonna target it from all angles, right? Because there's the good, the bad, and the ugly, you know what I mean? And um, and so there's something to be learned from like all the different aspects of it. Okay, and now before I even get into that, like all of the pet peeves and what people dealing with, or generally what I may be dealing with as a married person, I think we have the first remember, this is the way I look at it, that the relationship that you have with your husband, um, or that a husband and wife has together, mm-hmm. to some extent is not very different from any other relationship that you may have, especially if, like, if you're at home. And you're living with your parents and friends, okay, there's that intimacy, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right, right. There's some special dynamics about a married couple.
3: Definitely. Understood. Yes.
4: But when we talk generally about relationships in the whole, there are some there are some there are some some things that are shared on both ends. And pet peeves are one of them.
3: Okay. I would agree with you okay. on
4: that. So before you even get into the marriage, okay, mm-hmm. lived at home for forever. Mm-hmm. And so living with my parents, living with, because I left before Jacondal, and, and then, of course, at one point, everyone's at home. Right. And so you grow up together. And for me, I could not stand the, the, the sound of teeth raking a fork. Teeth raking a spoon. Okay. Right, that was a pet peeve of mine. Okay, and when I hit it, I'm like, "Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> why did you open your mouth? And right, put this, put the, put the fork or spoon in your mouth.
3: Why are you using your teeth? I don't teeth? even know what that sounds like, but okay, I understand. Why a using pet peeve. your teeth it's and a bad scraping peeve.
4: Okay. the food off of the spoon or fork? Okay, okay. So at home, I had that kind of kind of situation okay and um one two other little things the slurping the. <laughs> uh, sorry i don't know if that for anybody i'm sorry oh my god right okay. uh-huh okay so reality in every relationship there will be pet peeves now how do i deal with that at home okay um do it once i'm gonna be okay twice like I give you the look. Then the third time like what the <laughs> come on. Like do you have to do you have to eat like that? You know, then you, you kinda of scream out at the person. Right, all right, 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 Um now how the person responds to you, um, could I, I could take this really from one level to another. Okay. They could like, laugh you off and be like, girl, whatever. Right. Or they could start arguing back with you and I can you know, right, right And you right, can right. go there. Right. Um, but but at the end of it, all we still we, I'm not leaving the home. Yeah. We're not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're dealing with it. We're dealing with it. Okay. Right? Okay. I feel like this doesn't always happen inside the marital home. But and but why? Why why are we letting these these little things turn into such huge things?
3: Okay. So something just like a light bulb just went off in my head. And um And I'm trying to process the thought as I'm going to let it out of my mouth because um, the question that pops into my head when you make a statement like that is, do we actually consider that when we are, when we make a decision that we're going to marry someone, do we actually consider that person family? Ah. Do we consider the husband to be father? Yeah. Like, like, let's think about this. Think about this. There are certain things that your siblings and your family members and Oh, a- like
4: that blood thicker than water. Right. Saturation. Like,
3: you know that this, this thing would bother you about this person, but you would never, ever let it destroy right. the relationship or cause the relationship That's to come good. to an end. So, as you were talking, the question that came to me just now was do, when we decide, see, because it's kind of hard to. Choose family because that's not the way that it's supposed to happen. Right. Right. You don't choose your family. family. Your family is who they are. You were born into this family. These people were born into the bloodline that you are part of. So you never really have to make a choice Mm -hmm. for them to be family. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know. I don't know the whole um, story of your upbringing, Italia. But I know with mine, there were some people that came into my house because of the generous person that my mother is. All of my life, we have had strangers living in my house. There's mm-hmm. never been a time in my house where I could uh, walk around my, my house, you know, like how you would be around your family comfortable. I mm-hmm. always had to be dressed
2: mm-hmm. coming
3: out of my bedroom. I always had to be dressed because there was always <laughs> someone living with us. Mm-hmm. Right. So for me, I have this thing where like I can, I can envision a stranger becoming a family member because I've, it's happened to me so many Mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. But I believe that for some of us, when we get married, I don't know if we ever really consider that like I'm making this person my family. So the concessions that I would give my mother when I was living with my mother or with my father or with my sister or with my brother or hanging out with my cousins or my aunts or my uncles, the concessions that I would give them when I see some things about them that I don't like, Mm -hmm. uh, where I'd be like, you know what? That's just my auntie. That's just how my uncle is. You know what? That's just, that's just mommy's way of doing things. And Mm -hmm. we just accept it and we love her for who she is. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just daddy, you know, you know, you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. All of us, if we tell the truth, we do that for our loved Mm -hmm. ones, for our blood relatives. Right. But the question is, when we start this relationship situation and then we choose to get married, do we consider this person our family? Because I feel like, especially as women, because this is girl talk. I feel like if we look at our husbands as family, we wouldn't be so uptight. Now, hey, I'm married, so y'all don't come for me because I don't really know what it's like. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, is that a part of the mindset that I'm making this person my family? So tell me, what do you think?
4: I, um, I think that's a very important point. And I think that is part of the problem that many married people don't see each other as blood. Uh, they don't see it. They don't see. They don't see this connection, like till death do us part. Because if you did, we wouldn't be so quick to run to divorce. We wouldn't be so quick to you kind can't of
3: divorce family, though. So it shouldn't even be an option,
4: right? That's what I'm saying. So if they if they saw if they it, it would not be an option. Divorce would not be an option. Separation wouldn't be an option. Like you wouldn't even be going there. You know, if we saw this person. As quote unquote blue. The family we get to the choose. The family, the family, the family, family. Exactly. You know, um, we don't. We don't. And um, and so and that's my point too, that we need to be able to see that, okay, I'm going through this, these, these little difficult and uncomfortable moments. Right. right. Um, but it isn't the end of the relationship.
3: Does that ever stop? Sorry, no. I switching gears. Does it no, ever no. stop? Does the, does the difficult and uncomfortable moments ever stop? Do you ever get to a place where like you start cruising?
4: I'm thinking you do. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I have to say thinking you do because I'm still going through it. I'm only been married like going on five years.
3: For the, for the, um. <laughs> I keep forgetting to do this. Oh my gosh. I keep forgetting to do this. Um, if you would like to call in the number to call in is 825-5433. As soon as I connect the phone. Um, 8255433. And then for those of you who are tuning in on Facebook Live who've been married for a longer period of time. Yeah. Who are seasoned in this thing, we welcome your a lot of salt and pepper. <laughs> <laughs> and lime. Well, salt, pepper, and lime. lime. Um gold pepper. Gold pepper. Um or
4: the white or the white pepper. Why not gold pepper, man. not like that gold pepper girl.
3: Um
4: <laughs> gold pepper seasoning, y'all gotta not marry.
3: Let's just say that's a long time, Natalia. Stop it. Um
4: no,
0: I need it. <laughs> this year love looks a little different we're still gathering we're just doing it virtually and we're still connecting we're just doing it safely so whether it's lighting candles over facetime family dinner through zoom or opening gifts virtually traditions can keep us close even when we can't be together stay safe stay connected think big and plan small this holiday season Let's save lives, Columbus.
1: We get it. Staying home ain't it. Especially around the holidays. But this year, staying home means saving lives. So we're changing it up by gathering less and planning small. Our people are counting on us to make the right choice. Think big. Plan small. Let's stop the spread, Columbus. (laughs)
3: Okay. Right. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. I just had to that. No, question no, no. No ask. apologies. No apologies. I just had to ask that question. Does it get easier? Because, you know, okay, first of all, I just wish people people who are married would tell single people about <laughs> this kind of stuff. That's my first thing. Ah. Because <laughs> in in my years prior to prior to my 30s, I would never hear anybody talk about these things concerning their marriage. Right. They would always just say, you know, just know your life is not your own anymore, blah, 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 blah. You know the the things that they like to tell you. But they don't really tell you, okay, hold on. You know how you like to put things back the way you met it? You mm-hmm. could marry somebody who don't like to do that. And mm-hmm. something like that could cause y'all not to talk for like four days.
4: <laughs> and, but my, and my point to you, Marisha, that's <clears throat> okay. That's okay? Yeah, because we, we we human. we human and we in relationships. Because I've had times, even with my sisters, where we get upset. Huh, um, but I never gone four days. I don't think with any of my sisters, I don't even think I've even gone four days with, with my husband, right?
3: That's a long time, especially during four this days pandemic. Is a long time. <laughs> 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 it is, four days is a long time. nowhere, there's nowhere to go, there's nowhere but to escape. I want to
4: answer that does it get easier? Does
3: it get easier over time? Like, I'm thinking,
4: like I said, and I am very being very honest when I say I think that it does. Why is that optimistic? Yeah, it does, it, it has okay. too.
3: okay, um,
4: so. For that I'm, I'm thinking of my, my mom and my dad, and I feel two things. I think it, there's several ways that they can kind of pan out. You get to a point where you're not moved by this anymore, okay? You know, uh, it happens and you don't even realize it's even happening, all right? And then uh, it could be a situation where, um, I think with my mom, she's to the point where she has a moment like when my dad does something that's a pet peeve, mm-hmm. but for a but now I feel like my mom is much more relaxed with it and like she laughs, she laughs some of the things off now, you know, as a woman I with 60 plus. You know, my dad, 60 plus. So I see her talking about it and kind of sometimes laughing at it, mm-hmm. you know, versus getting so upset, being uptight, angry, and whatnot. So I see that she's learning to deal with it differently. And so, and then like I said, and for some people, there may even be that a change. Some people may actually change, may realize, oh, man, let me, you know, let me, this upsets her. or I know that she doesn't like this. Let me, let me just stop doing this.
3: Lucretia says, I think there's an issue of transparency, but the reality is our story is also to help others. Marriage is work. You have to continuously water it.
4: Yes, 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 yes. You have to be intentional about it. If this is something that I'm working on, if this is something that... um. And intentional towards your your, your mate, intentional towards your partner, you know, and then it, should, and it needs to be, you know, vice versa, you know, mm. Um, knowing and being aware, man, that, okay, this is something that she really doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me make it an effort to, to not do this. And if you do do it, mm-hmm. be sensitive to the fact that, okay, I know this, I know. I know this could be, a, I know she could be hot. I know she could be hot. And so you either to try to counteract that by apologizing before they even see it or know it or, or, right. or, you know, right. Or when it does happen, you apologize for it.
3: Xavier says, I kind of choose my battles and it's been less than a year.
4: What? Things She's a like, smart
3: girl. Things like <laughs> the toilet seat and squeezing the toothpaste from the bottom. Child is a task. Um, she says, I'm sure. I'm sure he has his issues with me as well. We choose our battles because the relationship can become very toxic. Right. Picking on every how? single thing. I
4: wonder if she could tell us how long they were seeing each other. That's okay to ask. Okay? Uh,
3: I, don't, I, I don't think she'll have a problem sharing because she was on the show before. Remember, we gave you on the show from Powell okay. um, while you were um, unable to be here. Um, so, Xavier, we want to know how long you guys dated before um, Mark. She said before before married you, before here. You, you guys got married. Um, it was a while, though. They were doing for a while, but I just See? don't know how long the time was. I can be there um, for a while. But I think too <laughs> the the question that I have, she, eight years, they did it eight years. See, that's long. They did it eight years. That's long. Um, she sounds so mature, you know. Because <laughs> just... that would've that would have been things that she would have that she would have learned over that period of time for sure lucretia says lol yes italia have to be sensitive to each other and choose your battles it's so true seven years of dating and then of course they've been married for a year Mm -hmm. um so definitely definitely um and then xavier's a different breed too um Mm, if you know if you know her Mm -hmm. um she will laugh she will laugh you to pieces
4: see now see one like me i'm very sensitive uh see i'm sensitive I now, am too, you know. But um, as I, you know, get older, I, you know, I realize that I'm sensitive and emotional and whatnot. Um, so I learn how to cope with things and I have to process things, right? You know, so after something may happen and someone may say something that kind of might t- touch bone or touch a nerve, right? You know, I have to look at the ho- like, okay, come on, because you ready Daddy, to clap up, right, right, right? Now listen, yes, <laughs> not, but I have to tell myself, come on, Dolly, relax, right?
3: Eh, it's so, so stay but, exactly. I think. I think that there is this misconception that, and I'm speaking from the single perspective, mm-hmm. there is this misconception that I'm going to get with this person, um, especially if we're talking about the, the healthy Christian perspective of dating and marriage. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get with this person. Our purposes are going to align. We're mm-hmm. going to do great things for the kingdom of God. And we're going to do wonderful things in the earth. And people are going to look at our mm-hmm. amazing marriage and they're going to be inspired <laughs> to be the kingdom couple power Mm. couple Mm. that we are and um i don't know if we really put the reality Mm -hmm. of what goes on on display Mm -hmm. and i don't know if it's a shame thing hey michelle i don't know if it's a you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know because I'm not married, so I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's a shame thing. Shame, yeah. Like, I don't know if people are ashamed to 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 talk about what's happening in their marriages. I don't know yes, if people because, are
4: because people for a long time you, we've been kind of almost taught like it's like a secret society thing. You don't um, talk what just what's going on. You, you don't talk your bedroom business like like, they like to say we have you a know, call
3: coming in. Let's see if we can take this call. You're live on Girl Talk on Glory 3.9 FM.
5: Hi, I think that um, persons find it difficult to talk about it because it's because, especially if you are in the spiritual realm, where persons don't be popular again. If persons know you, and you feel like, wow, I cannot let them know that I'm even this, it. and it's the devil's plan to keep us in darkness, to keep us silent, mm-hmm, silence, mm-hmm. So can- No. We mm-hmm. to get the to final going on, mm-hmm. and that's why we just start to just fail, start to deplete. The, the whole marriage started just diminish Yeah, because we don't talk about it. And in regards to what you said earlier, uh, in, 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 in terms in terms of venue, I believe that these men, how it makes me feel, rather than I don't like to rent that fork, hit, that hits hits your teeth.
1: Right. Tell them
5: how it makes you feel. What am I feeling? Because if he understands what I'm feeling, every time I hit his mouth, he will say, boy, she feels like this. And then he I have makes a, a point decision for... to decide to do this. Break. Or I recommend buying a lemon eat out of some sanitary. Now, this see my
4: husband. <laughs> <You> <laughs> they, my husband will do that.
5: <laughs> you know, that's a problem. You to keep, keep on ch- timing at it all. Right. So Find other ways to say, yeah, but this busy." Yes. So you must find creative ways to make these. So every time that something pops up, you find another
3: way. You find something else. Thank you so much, caller. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you for your thoughts. Hello?
4: I think she already left.
3: Yeah, she's gone.
4: All right. And she said something, like, I'm kind of stuck at. And she says, you know, we should express to them, or we should say, Ha, say to them how does this make me feel mm-hmm. and then she went on to say help them understand help them understand what you're feeling
3: okay i'm going to cut you off because this 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 comment is so is so in line with okay. what you're saying latoya says i've been married for three years one of my pet peeves is that after emptying the garbage getting him to replace the garbage bag." <laughs> So, so, <laughs> so annoying! Oh my gosh! Um, Lucretia says, "Marriage reveals flaws. That is what needs to be understood. Be willing to be purified in the process." Mm-hmm. Xavier says, "OMG, the garbage! Make it make sense,
4: please, because I'm listening." Uh, listen, exposure
3: allows others to know. They are not alone. Okay. I think I think we lost our call. I think they're coming back. Just give me a second okay. here. You're live on Glory 3.9 FM with Girl Talk. Hello? Okay. Just give me a second. Let's see if we can get her back. Hello? Okay. We can't hear you caller just give me a second let me see if i can get you okay go ahead okay we lost her so sorry about that but yeah um yeah the whole garbage thing <laughs> the garbage bag thing Um, uh, that's funny lucretia says listen exposure allows others to know they are not alone shame is a barrier yes 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 yes, yes. um Latoya says, "But I agree, marriages work. You have to be intentional about it." This is our girl Michelle. You know, Michelle always has really great wisdom.
4: So, how do we how do we get? <sighs> let, let's see that whole barrier and shame. How do we remove that from the marriage? How do we help our partner um, know that? You know, by getting feedback from someone, or listening to someone, or getting advice from someone, and sharing our sharing mm-hmm. what we're going through mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that it's okay to do that and it's not it's not a bad
3: thing michelle says that's what's wrong with young marriages um older women don't tell the young girls the truth marriage is not for the weak no most isn't. couples go into marriage with a mask on mm. everything is not an issue some things we're feeling have nothing to do with the other person wow. She says, it's not about the garbage bag. Something else is going on. Wow. Something else wow. is going on. It's not about the garbage bag. Michelle Miller says, marriage is hard work. It's that easy. Makes, that makes a nice book.
4: Yes. Um, a name for Michelle, a book. It's yeah. Michelle the is really bag.
3: good. <laughs> Michelle, Moore, that's a really good. Um, it's, not about the it's, garbage not, bag. it's not just about the garbage bag. Wow. Michelle Miller here says, marriage is hard work. It's easy to get in. And a fight to stay in. You have to be strong to endure the fight. It's not about I gotta write it down. It's not just about the garbage bag. It's something else is going on. And um, I can't pretend to to say that I have the experience, but okay, I think this is our caller trying to get back. Let's see if we can let's see if we can make this happen. You're live on Glory93.9 FM with Girl Talk.
5: Hi, my apologies. My phone did get messed up and I'm talking about the garbage bag. (laughs) Um, I was saying that exactly the same thing. You cannot get stuck on the garbage bag because my thing was, honey, thank you for coming on the garbage. Are there any more left? Are there any more bags around? Mm, You know? Okay. You put it in. We're always looking for the garbage was thrown out. That's a big That was the big thing. Now it's empty, it's clean. So, where do we go from there? Tell so me, thank you for throwing out the garbage there
4: now I, I the bag. Now, put the bag back it? in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> now, can you put we, the bag back in we the are, garbage?
5: Are mold out of our way. We, we don't have to add to it. We try to be adding, adding, we're putting more garbage in the garbage bag, and the garbage is empty.
3: Mmm. Mmm. Do you have any more comments, caller? Before we go back into the conversation, was that it? Thank you, you, darling. Thank you so much for calling in, and thank you for listening. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and this I guess this is the question that I have, um, especially in reference to the caller's comments and with um, what Michelle said, Michelle Moore. The she says it's not just the garbage bag; it's something else, right? And my question is. Okay, in in our, let's backtrack to what we were talking about earlier in our familiar relationships. There are things that we accept about our family members, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll share this because I know my sister won't have a problem with me sharing this. My sister and I used to share a bathroom for quite a Mm -hmm. while. Everybody who has female siblings, they Mm -hmm. probably had to do the same. Um, And then we came to a place of maturity where we realized we couldn't share a bathroom. Right. Because we just, we couldn't. Right. It wasn't because one of us was better than the other or like we just, we recognized that this whole bathroom situation was becoming a constant conflict between her and I. Mm -hmm. And so we said, you know what to remove this issue for the betterment of our relationship. Let's not share a bathroom. Here's the crazy thing now. Um, that was definitely when she and I were living together. We no longer live together now, right? But when she comes to visit, we share a bathroom now and it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Um, the difference between then and now is that we've both matured. Mm-hmm. So we realized that some of the stuff that we was arguing about back and then just was not making any sense. But then also we have a newer understanding of the fact that like, okay, when I do this thing for this person, she appreciates it. And when I don't do this thing, it shows her that I appreciate and I respect her space right. and I respect her as a person. Right. So my question is my question is when we present these things to our significant others, to our partners, to our husbands, because this is girl talk. When we present these things, um, are we doing it in a way where we're setting an ultimatum to say, now nah, listen, you need to stop doing this because da da da? Um. Or are we saying, okay, look, you say you love me, you say that love means what matters to me matters more than what matters to you, right? If this is the posture that we're taking in the situation, now if if I say to you that, you know, when I ask you or you that the garbage needs to be taken out, and When you bring the garbage back inside, if I were to throw garbage into the garbage without a bag, you would be upset because then you now have to clean out the garbage bin because there's no bag in the garbage. Mm -hmm. Let's avoid that. (laughs) Finding a different approach to it, but asking the question, like, what is it? Like, why are you doing this thing? Are you doing this because I asked you to do it, or are you doing it because? You know, that like I'm your wife and I really like I really don't like touching the garbage. And so you're doing this thing so I don't have to do it. So it's a form of service unto me. So if you do it as a form of service unto me, you should take care and attention when you do this thing for me. It's no different from any other way you show love or affection for me. So it's not just the fact that the garbage needs to be taken out and you're the man taking out the garbage. But it's more so like I'm doing this for my wife as a way to show her that I love her and I care about her. But how do we as women convey that message to our spouses that the things that we're asking you to do, we're not just asking you to do it because it needs to be done. We're asking you to do it because, no, like there are things that I do for you as a woman, as your wife, as a spouse, that I do out of my love and affection for you. And if I tell you the truth, as a woman, as your spouse, as your wife... I wouldn't do it if I wasn't your wife. I wouldn't do it for you. And I think that that even leads to another question too. It leads to, are we doing these things too early in our dating relationship for these men who, who do anything in return? Mm. Are we setting a precedent that we sacrifice? Because there are, there are a lot of us, and if we tell the truth as women, we take on wife roles as girlfriends. right? And so we set this precedent that we're going to do these things and we start doing these things in the dating relationship. And then when we get in the marriage, marriage and we start demanding things from these men that they didn't do before, but we don't set the place that we're doing it from. I think that's, that's a part that contributes heavily to the conflict and contributes to the perspective of each spouse. So the man is looking at the fact that like she, she doing whatever she's doing, what she used to do for a long time. Mm -hmm. but now there are things that he is probably doing differently and I don't know I I apologize if my thoughts sound like they're all over the place because then in the back of my head I'm like okay if you've been dating for a while there's there has to be a time when you and him was in the house at some point in time and he took out the garbage while y'all was dating what happened then did you notice that he didn't put the garbage bag Back, back into the garbage, garbage back then, or 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 ask yourself the question: What did you do when he was not living with you? Mm-hmm. You two were not living together, and he took out the garbage. Didn't you get the garbage bag and put the garbage in into the garbage bag mm-hmm. into the garbage for him? And now that you're married, he's like, "Well, hold on, wait a minute. When we were dating,
4: mm-hmm. um, you you gave me the garbage bag, baby. You gave me the bag." Okay, I don't mean to get so literal. Let so me make an approach this one now. Is mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And I'll be in get upset with me. That's it's a it's an issue for me. Um that he takes out the garbage and when he brings it back, he doesn't put the garbage bag in it. Okay. That's the issue for me.
3: That's the issue for you.
4: Yeah, and and, my new, and it doesn't have to be a big issue, you know. It's just that I feel like when I do ask, um, can you just put a put a bag in the yeah. garbage? Then that's when that it becomes a problem because I asked.
3: It it becomes a problem because you asked. Because
4: I asked you to do it. Well, I mean, even if when I don't ask, you don't do it. And then when I ask, you still don't do it. Right? So that there's an issue. Now, as far as the relationship beforehand, um, there's several things going on. Because in the way I grew up, I grew up and when you take the garbage out, whoever it is, you took the garbage out. When you bring the garbage back, you put the garbage bag back in. <laughs> cover up the garbage bag. Cover, put the, the cover on the garbage. Right, 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 right.
3: It's just right, way, right. In
4: my world, that that was just the way it worked. Right. But obviously, his experience is different. It was either it's either he took out the garbage, uh-huh. and um, when he brought it back, obviously somebody else was putting it back in because it's not a habit for him to do that. Now, here is the problem. So I'm not used to putting in the garbage bag after somebody else takes it out. And he's not used to putting it in it, putting the bag back when he brings it out. Uh-huh. So now,
0: classic question. Come first? This season, a full heart doesn't mean a full house. We're still gathering just virtually. And we're still connecting safely. Traditions keep us close even when we can't be together. Think big, plan small. Let's save lives, Columbus.
1: We get it. Staying home ain't it. Especially around the holidays. But this year, staying home means saving lives. So we're changing it up by gathering less and planning small. Our people are counting on us to make the right choice. Think big. Plan small. Let's stop the spread, Columbus.
4: Good day. But in this case, okay, so who puts the garbage bag back in the garbage bin?
3: <laughs> okay, so I'm going to get some comments <laughs> in. So LaGrecia Marisha, says, no. I'm, I'm going to get some comments in first, and then I'm going to answer. The <laughs> The way you communicate is definitely key. That's what Lucretia <laughs> says. Um, LaToya says, thank you, Marisha, you get it. I have no idea what it was that I said, but I'm, I'm glad that we agree. Uh, <laughs> Michelle says, okay, when you approach your spouse, do they hear nag and complaint? Or do they hear what they hear? (laughs) Do you hear what I hear? (laughs) Uh, Or do they hear what's being done really bothers you? We as women usually say something about things when we are already frustrated. Approach is key. Listen, (laughs) I had to change my tone. The older you get, all you want is. Results, Xavier said. It it really has to be intentional. You can't settle on things that steal your peace daily. It can build up, and when row day comes, because it will come, uh, it then we will regret. <laughs> then we will then we will regret that uh-huh. we didn't discuss most of these small things. Mm-hmm. Over communicate if we must. We have to pick yeah. your battles, Michelle says. Pick your battles. Here's what I say, Italia. Mm. This is what I say. Because I am speaking about this conceptually, I can't speak about it realistically. So conceptually, right? We change things about ourselves when we commit our life to someone. Things change. Take, for example, something as simple as I'm married now. Before I was married, the remote controls and the pillows occupied the other side of the bed.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Now I'm sharing a bed with someone. So I can't put the pillows under remote control and my cell phone and my iPad and, and my laptop and everything else that sits on the side of that single lady's bed when it's just on the bed and, and she could go to sleep with them things on the other side of the bed mm-hmm. because no one else is coming in that bed so we make those adjustments some, something as simple as that we make that adjustment for the fact that okay this person now we have to share a bed so I gotta get used to this So for the for the, ind- the individual Um, in this case, whether you're a man or a woman, maybe you slept in the middle of the bed before you had a spouse, but now you have a spouse, you can't sleep in the middle of the bed. You got to sleep on one side. Mm -hmm. And in most cases it's the same side, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the same side. And then it might be a situation where you had to sacrifice your side. Mm -hmm. And you know what? You didn't even think twice about making that sacrifice. You just sacrifice your side of the bed. So. What's what's the big deal about putting the garbage bag in the garbage after he put the gar- after he take the garbage out? You make the adjustment for the sake of peace. Like she said, I know you're looking at me like, Marisha, you saying that, but I'm just saying like, no, you no, Marisha, you are right. Why not just is, recognize? Okay. You know what? I've, 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 I've said this to my husband at least four times. He isn't making the change. He hasn't, he hasn't made the change. So he said, you know what? I'm just going to do it.
4: You know why? Because you feel like from a woman's from, from, from being one part one side of that relationship you feel like just one person is making adjustments efforts being intentional with making the change and you see that the partner isn't making any adjustments in the things that you want
3: changed Mm. but is that is it really balanced that's a a block is it really balanced though create a block is it really balanced, though? Because are we not seeing the changes that our partner is making because maybe their changes are more emotional and mental and not physical?
4: No, I see no change. I know, I know oh difference.
3: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know difference. Okay, so here's here's my thing. You will agree with me that when you, tra- when you transition from dating to marriage, you have to think differently. Agreed. You have to think differently. Mm-hmm. You can't just make a decision to spend money without considering okay. your spouse. Mm-hmm. You can't just... Go make a purchase. You can't just go decide, oh, today I I I want to buy new lights for the house. And then you just change the lights. Mm-hmm. And then your Agreed. spouse comes. You're, okay. So there are things that that um that you 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 change about the way that you think and the way that you operate. Mm-hmm. So my question is, is is the balance has does the balance always have to be something that's tangible that you can see does that does that does that change always have to be tangible because from our previous shows we we got to understand that men operate in a certain way so Mm -hmm. men they have to transition mentally from thinking as a single man now to a married man Mm -hmm. and there are certain things that a man expects from a woman Mm -hmm. when when he says, I love this woman and I'm expecting love from this, from this woman as well. And so if he is thinking differently regarding you as, as his wife, but not necessarily expressing something physically, like tangibly, like doing mm-hmm. something, does that mean that he's not sacrificing just as much?
4: No, he ain't. Mm. No, he's not, Marisha. That's like, that's like thinking myself in. Let me think. Let me just think right now. Okay. Oh, my oh the exercise oh my in my gosh. mind. Oh my Let gosh. me just like not eat this burger in my mind <laughs> and I'm going to get thin. And this is, this should impact me on the outside and oh. people around me should, wow. I wow. feel in any relationship, any relationship that we need the other person. See, because there's two people involved. There are feelings involved. Yeah. And in order for that other person to feel you, there are some sacrifices I'm going to have to make. Marisha, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to say no to that burger. You gonna have to, you offer that to me, and I'm going to have to say no.
3: Lucretia says to avoid the situation, you just have to do it, Italia. LOL, until he makes it a habit.
4: Right. And so, yeah, I've made that decision. Now I need to put my heart in it. <laughs> no, I'm being honest. Because I do it for the peace. Yeah. I do it for the peace. But now I, know I realize that I have to put my heart Here's in the it thing, now. Here's the thing, though. Some of the times when we because do things it for the sake
3: of peace, bitterness can develop, but we can yes. jump into that. But I want to get some more comments. And Michelle says, We grew up with lots of rules. Remember, two people coming together to be one. Who's to say all the rules we grew up right will work for you? Right. Relax. I'm 30 years in something. 30 years in what? Into marriage. This Whoa. Michelle. She said, I'm 30 years in. Some things, some things mm-hmm. are not going to ever change enjoy the ride we need to stop trying to make people over wait 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 wait. before you comment (laughs) before you comment wait 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 wait. Mm -hmm. she also says maybe his mother used to tell him the same thing about the garbage and now you (laughs) (laughs) let me get this one more in here because your facial expression is prices i'm looking straight in this camera at (laughs) her well You will need to pray about the issues instead of continuously mentioning it because men will receive it as nagging. We then have to consider (laughs) I'm expressing myself. (laughs) 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 What does the Bible say? It's better to live on the on on the house on the rooftop than with a cantankerous (laughs) woman. We then have to consider what we must change to remedy. Yes. The situation, Michelle says, Tali, you are in timeout. Um, <laughs> I like. I want to get this comment in from Janae, our girl Janae. Janae says, A challenge my husband and I had early in marriage was the different ways we were raised. Mm-hmm. He was taught to do things a certain way, and likewise for me. Mm-hmm. For instance, we have two different cleaning styles. Oh. I'm a thorough and deep cleaner. I'm, I'm sure you're the better one. Oh my gosh! See. <laughs> I'm a thorough and deep cleaner that takes my time. Mm-hmm. He on the other hand, sometimes Click. he's more like a surface cleaner. Ah, gotcha. So I just do it or go over it and clean how I want it mm-hmm. for my peace of mind. But you see, Italia, I just have to highlight, you know, that approaches and communication is very important in this situation. And I'm speaking from a very objective perspective. Gotcha. She says, Janae says, that they have two different cleaning styles. One is not better than the other, Atalia.
4: Risha, come on.
3: One is not better than what the, the other. other. What is it then? One is not better than the other. It's just deeper. One is not, not More better complete. than the other.
4: <laughs> I'm just being double-advocate.
3: <laughs> I, am, I am too. <laughs> um <laughs> i have to i have to i can't agree with you on everything mm-hmm. so what is not better than the other mm. okay um but um oh gosh um how can he make it a habit if she's always doing it that's the question that telsey asks
4: exactly that's a how thing.
3: how can somebody make it a habit if we're all always doing it here's something that i observed I observe this. Now I'm I'm not com- completely oblivious to marriage. I am a child. Okay. I grew up no, with I two haven't. parents. Mm-hmm. My parents did eventually get divorced. So there were some things in marriage that I saw and I decided that I did not want to experience these things in my own relationships. Mm-hmm. Um but I want to throw this question to you and to the other married women who are tuned in and to whoever's listening in Radio Land. My question is okay. So there's a there's a there's a a little tiff that we have and we have this tiff over the fact that Like, only you, only you clean the bathroom. He never cleans the bathroom. Let's say that's what the argument is about. Let's just say.
4: I don't know what the problem is.
3: Wait. Only you clean the bathroom. Mm -hmm. He never, Never. ever, ever, ever Mm -hmm. cleans Mm -hmm. the bathroom. Gotcha. So that's what the issue is about. (laughs) So what you decide to do is say, okay, you know what? Maybe he doesn't like cleaning the bathroom. So I'm just going to suck it up. I'm going to take it and I'm going to say... I'm going to clean the bathroom. So this is the posture that you take because mm-hmm. for you, actually, you actually really despise cleaning the bathroom, but because you realize that like it needs to be done, it needs to be done and it doesn't look like, you know, he's ever interested in doing it. It does. He just doesn't want to do uh-huh. it. And for the sake of peace, I'm going to clean the bathroom. And then one day you notice that the light bulb needs to be changed in the bedroom. Um, light. And you say, Hey babe, can you change the light bulb or whatever? And then a week later, the light bulb is still not changed. So what you do is on your way home, um, you pull up to CBS um, curbside service now because we're in a pandemic, <laughs> and you say, hey, you know, mm-hmm. I need this light bulb, this and that, whatever, blah, 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 blah. You bring the light home, and you say, hey, babe, I know you, did, I you didn't get a chance to change the light bulb, so I brought the light bulb. Can you change the light bulb for me, please? Another four days goes, go by, mm-hmm. and the light bulb is still not changed. And so what you do now is you go get the stepladder and you change the light bulb Mm -hmm. yourself. Here's my question from my observations, from my experience growing up in a marriage. Where do you draw the line of doing the things that your husband is supposed to do and becoming self-sufficient to the place where eventually that man opens his eyes and realizes that this woman does not need me anymore because every time I ask her to do something, and I don't do it. She turns around and she does it herself.
4: Well, I want to add a little piece more to your story. You get the ladder. You put the, 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 the light bulb in. But now what happens? You break the shade. You break the shade. Oh my
3: God, this sounds like a real story.
4: No, I just want to <laughs> add, okay, you add to the me. story. Okay. Now you break the shade. Yes. And doing that. Right. Comes home. What happened? Well, I was changing the light bulb when I break the shade. Why you break the shade? Why you didn't just wait on me? Mm. And then that's another situation.
3: So what do you say to that?
4: I mean, the real me, the real, real response to that? Yeah.
3: <laughs> let's give the real response and then let's give the right response. Okay. Because that's what this conversation about. Is. Well, it's about marriage and the little things. Right. So let's the, talk about the real response. The real, the real response-, response is, mm. Sorry. <clears throat> I probably. I that. sir. Sure. You should have done um, it. Yeah, I probably could be
4: a little sarcastic about it. Well, mm-hmm. if someone had done it about two weeks ago, um, <laughs> you could still have the shade and everything would still be intact. But that person was too busy to put it up. So I decided that I'm tired of walking around in darkness. And so I just changed the light. That's Probably would I'd say, something like that.
3: <laughs> I love this. Michelle says, no, what you do, <laughs> what you do is take all the light bulbs out of the fixture. <laughs> and when he flips the switch on, it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you, you won't that's
4: ever our, have that issue that's ever our again. Real response. <laughs> that's our real response to this, right? Why, <laughs> right, But guess what? Some men are so unmoved.
3: Oh, my gosh! he might turn his flashlight on on his food. That's it. Some men are so unmoved, unmoved. <laughs> oh my goodness. Gosh. oh my gosh! I um well, I God, remember I, now. I remember i was um I was dating a guy. I was still in college at this time, and I was dating a guy. and um at that time, my brother would have been the only male living in the house with with um with us. My parents were divorced by then. I was dating a guy, and one day, I woke up, Italia, and I woke up. I was so mad, and you would mm. you would be mad when I tell you what happened. Mm. I woke up one day. Um, obviously, I slept through this, but I woke up to find every piece of clothing in my <coughs> closet on the ground because <coughs> the shout, the the closet pole broke. broke. Oh Jesus! Mm. You know what it is? to wake up to see your whole, your whole, mm-hmm. like all the clothes on the floor. Mm-hmm. So um, I I don't remember exactly what day of the week that happened, but I know that. That weekend, <clears> it was a Saturday, I went to Kelly's to go get a new shower rod. I mean, I, I keep saying shower, closet, closet rod, yeah, rod thing, problem. right? So went, got the closet thing, asked my dad to do it. Mm. Anyways, so I bar- I borrowed my uncle's drill. Oh, you didn't. I borrowed my uncle's drill. And I put the thing up myself. So, like I said, I was dating somebody at the time. So, I happened to get a call from the guy who I was dating at the time. And I said, hey, you know, babe, I can't talk to you right now. I'm, I'm putting up to my, my closet thing. And he's like, I I, I hear some noise in the background. Are you drilling in the wall? I said, yeah, I'm drilling in the wall. He said, Marisha, you drilling in the wall? I said, yes, I am drilling in the wall. I'm trying to put my closet never a wall. back up. He said, Marisha, you drilling in the wall? I said, yes, I'm drilling in the wall. Can I call you back? <laughs> I got annoyed like I drilling in the wall dude. it like right. can I call you back so a couple minutes later
4: mm-hmm.
3: I get this knock on my bedroom door and he's like you, you really drilling in the wall he walks into he the room he's in, like you drilling in the wall he's like give me this thing give me this and
4: exactly,
3: hold on now when he looks at it he's like not only are you drilling in the wall, but you actually know what you're doing. I said, you think I just was drilling walls hole in the wall and didn't know what I was doing? I said, I measured everything. I draw the lines. I do what I was supposed to do. I used the, the, all the stuff I needed to do. I know what I was doing. So by the time he came there, I had already had the majority you know, of the holes drilled in the wall for the screws to go in. I just hadn't put, um, I can't remember what the thing name, but the thing is you got to put in the wall so the screw could connect to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I had already done that part. And so he came and he finished the rest of it, Right. And after he was done, he said, okay, now where the clothes is? I said, I got that part. He said, no, he said, because I feel bad. He said, because you didn't even tell me that you were doing this. I said, well, yeah, I did ask my daddy to do it. I said, but, you know, he couldn't come do it or whatever. So I said, I just could do it myself. He said, you shouldn't be doing that. So you know what I said to him? I said, this was my response to him. But that was the way that I was raised. When I need something done, I do You're it. Get it done Because that's what I observed. That's what mm-hmm. I watched my mother do. That's what I watch all the women around me do who had spouses, who had husbands when they needed something done, they did it. They didn't wait around for no man to do it. it. So he then said to me, he said, if you had asked me to do this and then I didn't do it and you turned around and did it, it would be an insult to me. And that was the first time that I realized that as a woman like i needed to back off and i i have that memory ingrained in my memory because of how shocked i was of his response because my thing was i just needed to get it done i at that time hdtv was very very popular mm-hmm. so i had done watch watched these people drilling the hole enough times to figure yeah. out this how i can just how mm-hmm. to drill in the wall you mm-hmm. understand so and i was in college i was in college i was in COB at the time yeah. i was working i was working at Colleen at the time so i was a woman I could do it, you know? So I I remember being so surprised because I, not only just of the fact Mm. of what he said to me, but I didn't realize how I was trained and raised as a woman to do things that a man traditionally is supposed to do. Mm. I didn't realize that. My eyes were not open to that until this day that, you know, this guy I'm talking to and he says, no, Marisha, like next time you need something like this done. Call me. call me and he proved himself to be true because the next time i needed something done i called him and he came and he did it he came like right away he came like two days later see that's my next situation but then i could i couldn't fault him for coming two days later because if you're working i mean you're working yeah. you know what i mean and then you know the two days later also had to do with the fact that the the part that he needed to fix the thing he had to find it as well right. so okay so that's reasonable so it's reasonable mm-hmm. but he came and he did it couple months later, the AC in my room started working. I called him, and he's like, I can send my brother. He's doing AC or whatever. I can let him come deal with the AC for you. His brother was there the next day.
4: I can deal with that.
3: In the past, though, based upon how I was raised, I was getting on the phone to call the AC man.
4: Yourself, yeah,
3: You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, cause yeah. So here's the crazy thing about my life now. The crazy thing about my life now is I nearly had a meltdown the other day as a single woman when I realized I have to deal with my car,
4: and I hate it. Mm-hmm.
3: I Hate it like I, I despise it. Italia, I despise having to deal with my car. So to deal with my car, I got to go buy all these parts, calling around, doing all this stuff, and la 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 doing all of this, and I'm just like, you know something. The next person I talk to, here's the list of questions I ask you: If my car breaks down. What would you do? Just first question. Man, no ask them not No, I can need to. No, I know I'm not saying
4: not to ask them that. No, I can let me need rephrase to rephrase that. I, no,
3: I can need to ask you. No, let me rephrase
4: that. You need to ask, and I agree. And all these other little questions you need to ask them. But with men now, you gotta be like, like we said already, they can he can put up a defense. He can give you the answer you want here. He ain't gonna never tell. That's another thing I learned with men. They ain't gonna never tell you no
3: but here's the thing
4: so what you have to do you have to when those him.
3: words come out of your mouth though
4: That don't mean that mm-hmm. no
3: when those words come out of your mouth mm-hmm. and then you don't act upon them well why you lie
4: That didn't mean that because no, they can give you some kind of story how you get them marisha you have to actually like stage it like put a put them to the test well, that's a, that, but that's another topic. Lucretia
3: says-, <laughs> another Lucretia says most women do that same thing. And it's so true. They just do it themselves. Yes. Um, Xavier says, you know something? That's why we have to date and really do a thorough investigation. Yeah, it's true. To them. avoid these disappointments. Let's help the ones who are not married. Y'all mm-hmm. please interview. Listen to me, Xavier. I- listen. <laughs> I want to know if you know how to use a screwdriver. If you know <laughs> the difference between a flathead and a Phillips. I want to <gasps> know if you could screw the ceiling the ceiling fan mm. into the ceiling I want to know if you know the difference between sheet rock and do rock I want to know if when something wrong with my car
2: mm-hmm.
3: if all I have to do is pick up the phone and you give me your car and you take the car and you bring my car back to me fix mm. I must give it to hubby now he got the
4: car thing I don't I tell him, if anything happened to my car I pull like, over I want to know it.
3: that I want to know <laughs> if when I reverse into the driveway <laughs> And uh, Mm the carport lighting on If I have to tell you about that three times Or if you're going to realize I'm not safe as a woman When I reverse into the driveway And there's no light on the carport And it's Mm -hmm. nighttime, There are two types of men now There are men who get it
4: done, who do it themselves And then who hire people to
3: do it, I don't care I don't care, I just want it done Mm -hmm. I just want it done (laughs) Michelle says, most men have in their heads That we are strong women All that is fine in its place I could probably put a roof (laughs) I could probably put on a roof, but my husband would never know that unless he's not around to put on that roof. Uh, no. Far as I'm concerned, I'm a princess. That's what Michelle say. who have been married for 30 years. She's a princess. She can't do nothing.
4: But these men, I feel as if they remember you as a princess when they want to. Why <laughs> is the princess by putting the garbage in the garbage bag?
3: Put the garbage in the garbage bag. <laughs> oh but man, Xavier, it. this is too funny. Xavier said, listen, please know how to change a dial. She's like, I had a boyfriend. <laughs> dot dot dot. We were stuck on Orange Hill waiting on my dad. Even you
4: have a, a Sav- friend
3: he could call. Savia, that sounds like a story. Yeah, jeez. That sounds like a story. What I, I just I just had and listen,
4: hey, I just had a hate.
3: tire situation the other day and I picked up the phone and I called a male friend of mine and he came flying to my rescue. So I, Xavier, I know, but that one you have to tell me that story, y'all. <laughs> I need to hear that story. But um, these little things, though, these little things are so important. So, Atalia, your advice to the single woman who who needs these signs, who needs to open her eyes, who needs to come out of the clouds, mm-hmm. um, and needs to notice certain things. What would you tell her to, to look for? Um, in the guy that she's currently dating.
4: Things to look for. Yeah. Let me see. See, I, I'm not going to tell her to look for anything. I'm not going to tell her to look for anything. No,
3: you wouldn't tell her to look for nothing? No.
4: I mean, granted, there are some basic things, like you said, Um, as far as you need to be able to do this, he needs to be able right. to do that, et cetera, et cetera. The thing is about, about relationships, I feel and um this is the one thing that's been kind of helping me even though my me talking and being a devil's advocate even though it's, some, it's still some mm-hmm. real
0: mm-hmm. pet
4: peeves that i'm dealing with within my marriage mm-hmm. the way that i get through and deal with it is um i probably need to get that scripture and post it on my facebook page so i could share it um it's in proverbs and it talks about um allowing for each other's differences uh, all right and so that's one of the things i i kind of one of those scriptures i kind of meditate on and i think about from time to time mm-hmm. as regarding my marriage mm-hmm. that we that we're different all right i'm not gonna i'm not telling you no know, we know the basics you want a man that's working or who knows how to, how to make the money
3: right and
4: you want a man who's god fearing. you want a man you know all those basic stuff right, right? Mm-hmm. but other than that marisha but other than that, everything else, I don't think it really, really matters. Yes, there So is, You're saying that
3: these little things don't matter.
4: They're they because they're little things, you see. And it's like, like, like the ladies have been trying to tell me, and like I would tell any other person, you can't dwell on these little things. I remember, I, I so wish I could find that. Um, it's like almost like a poem that I I remember reading, and it talked about doing things because they need to be done, and not and stop expecting so much from people. When you begin, when you keep expecting, 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 you you set yourself up for disappointment. Yes. All right? Yes. And so you just do what you're supposed to do in the marriage. Know your role. And as women, we are, I believe that as a woman... Um, we're there to protect the marriage and the home and to keep it together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. And so I say to myself, okay, I have a baby girl now. Does Do I want her to see me every day rowing with my husband over the garbage? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. And so now while there's sometimes I'd be like, look at them cross. I, I still grab the garbage bag and I put it in the garbage. You know, I still go and I do some things that I know I wish he would get, (laughs) you know, but obviously he's not. But I said to keep my home together, Mm -hmm. to keep the experience in my home happy, Mm -hmm, to um, mm -hmm. to keep it a nice, comfortable place to be for everyone. I do what needs to be done. I do what needs to be done. And another thing um, that I am working on and doing more of is prayer. And Bishop is talking about prayer, and he's been, you know, mm-hmm. um, showing us how to properly do it. Well, properly do it, but how to approach. And mm-hmm. um, he's giving us some advice. Yeah, and and that's another, the, the next thing as women, as kingdom women, that we need to do in our homes. We need to continue to we need to be prayer warriors in our home, and ask the Holy Spirit to help us with these little little things in our home. Mm-hmm. We we spend too much time getting stuck on. Come on, rolling up the, the 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 colgate. Really? The garbage bag? And I, and this is the kind of conversation I have with myself. Like really? Um, no. Are, not, we, gonna,
3: are he, we gonna have a fight over the two that, it's Really? It is a serious. The really two face and serious. the garbage bag. It's not that deep. No. It's not that deep. No. Stephanie says, I'm learning plenty. <laughs> um and Xavier says, I believe. That we have to be equally yoked with the majority of our beliefs. Yes, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, then we can work through the rest. Mm-hmm. Lucretia says, "Just like not putting the bag back, <laughs> it's minor." Yes. Um, Michelle says, "Look at the way he treats his mom. How does he care for you if you have a simple illness? Teach him your language." Mm-hmm. Um, Lucretia says good points Natalia. yes prayer changes things prayer is vital mm-hmm. Lucretia says Chelsea um, says the same thing prayer changes things um, <laughs> prayer is vital um, child that two-faced demon need to let me go Xavier <laughs> says trust me, we got a of <laughs> now uh, Bishop Danzo Rose says lord y'all need to hurry up make one boy so he could take out the garbage problem solved <laughs>
4: Um, no one would probably be just like his daddy, so we oh. didn't
3: go there. set ourselves up better. Like problem solved. <laughs> um, but you know what? This is this has been an eye-opener for me because um even in having this conversation, I've just, just recognized like some things that that I I know how to do. And the reason I know how to do it was because at the time in my life the man who was supposed to be taking care of these things wasn't doing Doing it it. Mm -hmm. and so that's the reason that I know how to do it I didn't learn how to change a car tire because I was taught I learned how to change a car tire because I had Had to to. learn how
4: to change a car tire because I
3: had to (laughs) because I had to you know um what's what is so like it's such a a wow thing for me Italia but I think it speaks a lot to even the generations past and like how fathers dealt with their daughters like I could oh, pick sorry. up the phone I could pick up the phone and call my mother I mean if she could take my calls regularly and not be so busy at work I could pick up the phone and call her and be like mommy this is what's wrong with my car and she can tell me what's wrong with my car and what I need to do
2: mm-hmm. But I need to
3: tell the mechanic that I need and it's not because for her she didn't have the man in her life to do these things it was because her father was a mechanic And so he said to his daughter, when your car is making this noise or when your car is not doing this or when it is doing that, Mm -hmm. this is probably what's going on. So I grew up observing this woman who I thought could do everything and like all things were possible through her. This is how I observe her live life. And so. Of course, by by just the normal process of nature and nurture, because that is my mother. So I have her blood running through my veins, but also by nurture and observing her and watching her. I realized that, like, wait a minute, like my mommy really like she really off the chain. Like she could do everything, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not realizing that she was an anomaly Mm -hmm. like that. Most women don't know the difference between a Phillips and a flathead. Mm hmm.
4: What's that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what I mean?
3: So it's like these little things, um, these little things that we major in and, and um what I've gleaned today is that for those of us who are married and those of us who are in the engaged about to be married those of us who are dating those of us who are single and and it is our desire to be married we have to learn not to major in the minor small stuff stuff. we have to learn not to major in the minor and that's not just when it comes to our significant other or when it comes to um our relationships we have to learn how to give ourselves some grace as well and we need to stop majoring in the minor things um there are some things about ourselves that we need to work on. Yes. Yes, there are. But we're talking about marriage and the little things, but we also need to be careful that we don't blow up, that we don't make mountains Mm -hmm. out of molds in our own lives because then we develop a trend. And the way that we treat ourselves is how we treat other people. So if when you're dealing with yourself, and you keep majoring on the minor in your personal life, you Mm -hmm. will project that same thing into your relationships Ah, and into your marriage. So if you are constantly... Picking at the little yes, things that, that and, good, and real and you going on these guilt trips with yourself right. and you're constantly criticizing yourself <laughs> over these little I things. You, then you turn around and you do the, the same, same thing, thing to, to the people that you love right. and who are near and dear to you, and then what ends up happening is the same issues that you have where you can't live with yourself, people start to reflect and project those same things my on God. you, and then they can't live with you, and then you're wondering why my spouse doesn't want to be around me. My children don't want to be around me. My sister's saying they have a problem with me. My brother's definitely interested in talking to me. And I wouldn't even talk about my girlfriends or the other people that I have to interact with. We have to notice these things because the way that we treat ourselves and what we project about ourselves teaches people how to treat us. And so these little things that we're trying not to major in we need to make sure that we're not majoring in the minor in our own personal lives and then opening the door for people to do the same thing to us. It's a it's, it's a deadly, poisonous track that we're headed on if we constantly, constantly, constantly nitpick at every little thing. We got a few more comments I want to get in here, Talia, and then I'll let you give your closing <laughs> comments. Um, Bishop Denzel says here, outside of... A commitment to prayer and an alignment of the purpose of God for your lives, the marriage is still doomed if there is not daily commitment to be each other's helpmeet. It doesn't matter how much we pretend to be spiritual. If we don't commit to be helpmeets, we are doomed to a marriage life of mediocrity, stress and burden. That is so good, Bishop. You were so right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in the comments. You'll be able mm-hmm. to find it and take it out of there. But that it's just it's so important. And so that's like I told you, to um like I shared last week. Um, that's one of the things that this pandemic has shown me. It's shown me like how I was just so critical of myself, Italia, like the little things, mm-hmm. like I would just major mm-hmm. in the minor things. Like I, know. I would say the wrong thing and then I would just make a mountain of the mole and I would start to, to get depressed and frustrated with myself over this little thing, thing that I did. And then I realized that And being that way about myself, I invited other people into my life to treat me the same way because that's the way that I treated myself. And then I started treating other people the same way. So when people started to do these little things, like these little things, that I would just take them on and I would take them in and I would hold them. And it made me bitter, so bitter. And it's the... When we tell ourselves we can cope with things and we can make peace with things for the sake of peace, we need to be careful when we take that posture. Mm -hmm. Because the for the sake of peace posture is not necessarily the answer. I think we need to go to the root. Why am I majoring in the minor? Mm -hmm. Because whatever I magnify, I see more clearly And so if I choose to magnify the fact that the toothpaste is not being squeezed from the end and it's being squeezed from the middle and ain't nobody putting the cap on it. And if I choose to magnify the fact constantly that every time I ask my husband to take out the garbage, he takes out the garbage. We don't ever put the garbage bag back. What I magnify, I see, I see so much clearer than anything else. That's why It may seem super spiritual, but David says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I don't take that scripture for light anymore. It's not one of exhortation. It's like, look, come with me and let's put a magnifying glass on God and let's look at him more clearly instead of allowing everything else around us to take the magnifying glass and cause us to focus on it. Let's focus on him. And if we are in a relationship together and we both take that magnifying glass and we decide, Hey, you hubby, come magnify the Lord with me. Everything else has to be small. If we're magnifying God, God. together, everything else has to be small. It's impossible for anything else to stand out and to be as big. If we're both making a decision to choose what we magnify together these little things, I am convinced it's a plan of the enemy. It is a plan of the enemy. Like the old saints would say to steal your joy. Mm-hmm. And because he is who he is, his plan is not just to steal. It is to kill and to destroy. So if he could get us to major in the minor things, you know what we will do? we will continue to magnify the minor things until they become so big. They become bigger than the things that we should be majoring in. So eventually our pet peeves with our spouses, with our significant others, with our family members and our relationships, they become the things that we see more than anything else. And then eventually we can't see the love that they have for us. We can't see the reason that, that we chose to be with that person. Right. We mm-hmm. can't see these things anymore because we've magnified their, mm-hmm. their inconsistencies, their weaknesses. We've magnified their flaws mm-hmm. and made those things greater than the love that they have for us. And that's not the way that we've been, that's not the way that we've been called to be and designed to operate as God's children. Um, back to what I said, David says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me. That's that welcomes us into this place to to be, to be intentional, like you said, to be intentional to magnify the thing that we really want to see, mm-hmm. the thing that we really want to see. Okay, <laughs> I finished talking.
4: <laughs>
3: Go ahead. I think you, I think you said it pretty much said it all. And Bishop
4: definitely put the yes icing on the cake. Yes, it has to be a mutual commitment. Yes, a mutual daily commitment. Yes. Um, on each one of us. But um I I keep laughing because I'm I don't mind I don't mean to go back. <laughs> go ahead. But I had to I we gotta I, close but go ahead. I I can share like like just maybe two, right? These are like like annoying. This is um if you want to go read on it psychological psych psychology today. Uh-huh um how to survive 50 common marital pet peeves and I, I'm just laughing at it because you know you see these things going on and um one number one was like toilet seat not ready for landing that is left up right (laughs) extra annoying leaving golden droplets on the floor as well (laughs) i I just i think we need to get to the point where we can just laugh at these things right oh man Um, this is another one right well this one kind of kind of hits home too a joke joke reruns by repeating the same few jokes over and over again extra annoying looking at you expecting you to laugh (laughs) I just joke that, like, okay, I just joke a million times. <laughs> sometimes I, I, I really crack my happy. Like, Hubby, you really, you really getting old, you know, I said, you're in 10 minutes like a million times. <laughs> you're in 10 minutes like a million times. Oh, so guys, man. I guess I want to say, learn to laugh. Yeah. Laugh at these little things, man. Yes. You know, laugh um, at them. That's really good.
3: Them. Yeah. That's really, really good. Uh, thank you so much, ladies, for all your comments. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, um, and for supporting engagement. um this conversation. I definitely learned a lot today. Thank you so much, Xavier. Thank you, yes. Lucretia. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Renice for tuning in. Thank you guys mm-hmm. so much. And Bishop, of course, we always love it when you pop in. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I'm so excited. I think I think we can say that we closed off this one, this yes. topic for sure. Y'all, let me tell y'all something. We got some topics coming your mm-hmm. way. You absolutely, like, you don't oh, want to miss Girl Talk on Mondays. Next week, we're going to be talking about divorce and failed relationships. And I am very, very excited about that conversation because it's definitely going to be an interesting one. Atalia um, and I, I think we were talking about trying to see if we can get a divorcee in here to join us in, with the in the conversation, someone who's willing to share. So we're working on that um but listen you don't want to miss our conversations next week it is going Mm -hmm. to be good we're having real conversation y'all you know that's our our intention our intention is to shed light and to heal that's what we're about and um no judgments here so if y'all um leave judging that's y'all um our foundation here is please don't judge me this has been another amazing girl talk and listen we will be back next week with another amazing show thank you so much for tuning in this is glory 93.9 fm and we say hey to our podcasters we have people who listen to us from all around the world on podcasts so we say hey to our podcast listeners we love you we treasure your listenership to all of our followers on Instagram who constantly repost our show, Girl Talk Radio, RPG Radio, all of those people who share our podcast, who share our show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, we are out of here. Say goodbye to the people, Italia. <laughs> See y'all next week.
2: This that new Kiki exclusive, y'all. Uh, Hot, fire, Thanks, let's go. I did it all for the first time. Made a mistake but I am mine. I broke it on a one time. But I did it on my way. Fixed it on the front line. I'm over the pain. If I'm dancing with I wanna, please don't judge me. If I'm smiling when I'm please don't judge me. I just ran through the fire. Please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. I just walk in the wire. Please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. I don't know if you have noticed. I'm doing me and I love it. I just ran through the fire. Please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. If you don't give me no help, I'll do it
0: all Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. We're still gathering, just virtually. And we're still connecting, safely. Traditions keep us close even when we can't be together. Think big, plan small. Let's save lives, Columbus.